welcome to the Solution of Real Estate podcast, where myself, Phil Sexton, and Jeff Seabach, we sit down with microphones between us to talk about, you know, sometimes we just read our mail. And today's one of those, like, reflection mail standpoints, where we look back at the 10 years that we've spent running the team, and we're, we have identified, and today we are going to talk about, what we have learned is actually the most profitable thing we do in real estate. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea that people overlook the most profitable thing, Phil, is why we're doing the podcast today, because it's right in front of them, but yet everybody's always looking for that quick check, yes. right? but not yes. realizing that that check could be 10 times larger if you wait for that check. You know, It's uh, a different thought. Actually, you still get the check. It's just that you have the potential to make a lot more if you keep it. It, it reminds me of the uh, video that we've had a couple people send us that the kids with a marshmallow on a plate in front of them and the parent leaves the room and says if you don't eat that marshmallow you'll get two and the kid sits there and yeah, they're like two minutes and they eat they the marshmallow like every time. 95% of the time. Because they're kids. Yeah. Yeah. They, they lose the opportunity of more for immediate gratification. And that's in a sense it's normal. It's normal. Yes, but yes. this is so now. And let's instead of marshmallows, let's talk about it in a wealth standpoint. Yeah, let's talk about millions of dollars. Right. So we got your attention. We're going to talk about today the way to make millions of dollars. Right. But it's not one marshmallow to two. It's one marshmallow to ten. Or yeah. I'm sorry. What were you so? You want to you want to let the cat out of the bag? However, you want to. Yes, of course I do. All right. So we're on the podcast to talk about it. The time is to talk now. Investing in real estate has become the, one of the best things that we have done. Would you agree with that? I think it's the most profitable thing that we do. Right. Right? Like, it is definitely, you know, there's just very few things in life that you can, because it's not, I don't want to use the guarantee word. It's just that property values increase over time. I don't create the inflation, so I can just call it. The government likes to create, there's inflation, right? Like now it's all-time inflation, but even, we don't even need all-time inflation. Just the idea that property values in the stock market are going to go up over time because there's going to be inflation in the U.S. And we're just teaching people how to leverage that, but to realize how much wealth it can create in a passive format is so massive that we got to talk about the specifics because clearly, why isn't everybody doing it, Phil? It's making us wealthier, and we just want to share with them so they can also, like looking back 10 years, we're like, what do we make the most money on? Buying houses yeah. for ourselves to let, to let tenants pay the mortgage, Yeah. right? Like, like how much money did it really cost you in real estate if actually you get all the money back? No, it's more than that. No, but, but, but the thing is, you, but, you but, don't get all the money back. You get you get multiples of the money back. What I'm saying is, is everything else in real estate, we look at here was the cost, and then here was the revenue. You're getting to keep your money because when you invest it in a house, it stays in the house. That money isn't really a. I mean, it's a cost up front, but you're getting it all back, meaning. You know, I mean, when it's we, kind of like, well, but when you buy a mailer, when you do a just sold postcard and you invest that money and you get one sale back, right, they don't give you that money back. They give you the proceeds. You actually get your return to capital in this investment that we're talking about. I, I kind of 
so let me hear your take on it's kind of like um, a retirement savings plan. You put the money in, and you're hoping to get a multiple well, back. Well, here's where it started. Okay, yeah. I went on vacation. How was it? On a scale, well, yeah, okay, ten. Ten. It was great. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, yes, and thank you, right? Because I didn't have a lot of phone calls, so it was good. Um, <laughs> Other than my children asked me where we're going to eat and where we're going to drink you. and where yeah. we're going to ride the bike and we're not like, like there was lots of that but that was good good family time all right back to retirement okay back to retirement did you hear that social security may not be available for those that in ten years or more I mean I've kind of heard the social security waiver and whether it's going to be there when we are ready for it or not okay let me ask you this at the age in the forty you're in the forties yeah. In your 40s, are you expecting to get Social Security in the future? Sure. How about uh, 500 a month? 1000 a month? Yeah, well, no. like, like, you're going to get something. No, I, think, but, I think that um, in the future, when I get Social Security, let's say that like right now, if my house costs $3,000 a month, then in the future, when I go so, to get Social Security, my guess is I'll get somewhere around $1,500 a month. Exactly. <laughs> but the idea is we cannot, we can no longer. I don't uh, leverage social security. I'm not like. No, but I people, don't think I don't people need a re Okay, all right, let me say it differently. People need a retirement plan and they need something to know that they're going to invest in and have res results yes. Yes. and have more money in 10, 15, 20 years than they have now. And we're saying that because if you go to the internet and ask people about buying rental properties, it's always pluses and minuses, and, and no one's on there mentioning, oh, by the way, you're going to get 10 times what you invested after 30 years. Right. Yeah. So we're here talking about, you know, the fact that I've invested a little over $600,000, and I have a little more than $5 million worth of property, and I just sold two for $3 million. Right, like, like, where else? I mean, you're talking about leveraging millions of dollars on a smaller investment over time. Like, this needs to be talked about in. I mean, Phil, tell me about the properties that you bought. Like, tell me how much you put down and now how much they're worth. To total, the down payments and paying off a second. I put in four hundred grand over the last thirteen years. Right, the first house that we bought, we put thirty-five thousand dollars down. And we had a second and a first. You remember those days? I do. Are we back? Of course. Days? No, but that's just the reality of those getting started, and that's okay. Yeah, and so then I... It um, didn't preclude you from getting wealthier. I paid off the second and refinanced that house, and yeah, how many years ago. But that property that we bought for three fifteen today, easily double. Right. 600 to Okay, but what year did you buy that house? 20, 2007. So you're saying in 15 years, the property doubled. So is it fair for me to say... That in in fifteen more years that property might double again, because you said the Fair. first fifteen it doubled. Yeah. So it's not unreasonable to think that it will double again. So possibly that you bought the house for three fifteen, which was at the I bought the house at the peak of the last upswing. Two thousand and seven is when prices were the highest. Remember everybody that was crazy like I can't believe I bought a house. So in you bought it at the worst. You bought it at the worst time, and now it's worth double. 
Right. Okay. Right. So then it's not unreasonable to think that if in the first 15 years, because it's a reasonable amount of time. So let's think about that. So five, 50 down, roughly, because I paid the second off. So even though I bought it for 35 down, I put the extra 15 to pay off that second. So I'm 50 into it. And if I sell that, I get 600. Right? After only 15 years. Your, right. your asset from 50,000, if you. I mean, 10, 12, I, I don't have to get in, I don't want yeah. to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. But how about just more importantly that you bought it for three fifteen and now it's worth six hundred or six fifty, yeah. and that in fifteen more years it's going to be worth a million dollars, and you have that investment on five hundred thousand dollars down on fifty thousand dollars down. Exactly. 50. That's 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 twenty times re- return. Yeah. They're not all going to be that good, Phil. I know. You mean not, people aren't going to all buy them at the worst time ever? Right. And, <laughs> no, but it's why we're talking about buying properties today. Yeah. You just need someone that's able to target the better opportunities. Like, you have to find the non-performing assets out there. The next one I bought was was 62nd Street. That was in 2013. Okay, so 62nd Street. So how much do you put down on that? 200 so you put two hundred thousand dollars down, and it was a four seventy house. You bought it for four. It seems so cheap. Doesn't like, it? Like like when you bought it, it seemed expensive. It did. Yeah. Like I was thinking in two thousand and thirteen. That's when sellers started. You know, it was like around in two thousand and thirteen. At the end of two thousand and thirteen, when I bought that house, is when people started talking about seller concessions. Well, seller concessions were big in thirteen. Maybe like and towards the you, end of it. Could you imagine if you would have? I mean, uh, hold I got on, on to oh, for a roof. Oh, before we go away from the first example, before we yeah, get yeah. to rock shot cry here, how much? Not only is that house potentially going to be worth one point two that you put fifty thousand dollars down on, yeah. and that all of that is your return of equity that you didn't pay taxes on until thirty so, years later, right? Um, your tenant's going to pay off all the debt. But how much money are you making? Five hundred bucks a month. Five hundred. Okay. So that five hundred months. So that's roughly about six thousand a year. But then on top of that six thousand, you're also making equity, right? Because now you own that. Like you're now into making. You're probably making uh, five hundred or more a month in equity as well. True, but I'm not going to double count that, right? Because if I Put fifty down, and when I sell it, and I have no mortgage on it, and I sell it for one two with no mortgage on it, that's assuming that the loan was paid off. The best part about this strategy that we're talking about is the tenant is the one that's paying off the loan. Correct. So even though the tenant is paying off paying off the interest cost, right? They're also paying down the right. Okay. So then that's still uh, only a million dollars on the house or something. Yeah, something more. Right. But you know, it's um, it comes back to the. Did community. you think when you bought Lieber Lane that that would make you a millionaire in thirty years? No, I thought when I bought Lieber Lane, um, uh, oh my god, I can paint my bedroom whatever color I want. I can actually install garage cabinets if I want to install garage cabinets. Right, I, and I have a backyard that I got a dog and. Like, I didn't have a piano, you know, before Libra Lane, I had to open my sliding oh, door you to, my, grass. to my concrete backyard. <laughs> yeah. In your backyard. Yeah. 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 Like, at the time, when we bought it, the builders had just started to give incentives. Promotions. Yes, incentives to the buyers. So, like, I think they included a pool, whereas before they weren't. And okay. So, all right. So, you were only 6000 So, basically, if you make I kind six, of use this market like that. I kind of view this market as similar to that. Because what we have started to see right now is um, seller concessions come back. Yes, 
right? Well, also the ability to then apply that concession to reduce your mortgage payment is the thing that we're here because it's going to increase your profitability. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about the 60-second anyway, property. I, mean, I don't know. So you, to get, you want to go to all the stories? I Just one more story. I'm just trying to give it. I mean, we don't, because we have, I don't know, 12, 15 properties between us. We don't have to go into every single property to give the idea, but all right. So you, this one you go because it's a primary residence. You decide to put more money down, right? So you put $200,000 down. That's right. Right? Okay. So now what is the... But you know what? I still live there. In 2000, it's okay. In 2013, you buy that, but let's call it 10 years later. What is it worth? I mean, I put... You um, bought it for 470 you said? Yeah, for 470 I don't know. I mean, I'm a conservative guy. So in my mind, I'm like, maybe it's worth, you know, one, two, one, three. Right. Even though your neighbor sold for one eight, you think it's worth one, two, and one, three? Right. Good. Like, okay, because the neighbor right. was a new build, right? Uh, okay. Uh, well, fair. But so let's say then at least one, two, you're talking a return of roughly, because double would be five, nine, sixty, and then add in two and a half. So two and a half times... At year ten, yeah. It, this is the this is the part where it gets becomes ridiculous. Why we had to create shoots and ladders because it's a fun game. Because all of a sudden now you know own all these assets and the market decides to go up twenty percent a year and you realize your whole portfolio went up a million dollars a year and you're just like, boy, this sucks. And you know, let me. I'm gonna, <laughs> don't think, boy, this sucks. Here's the the reality of it for me isn't about like I know that. People out there want a, they want to be worth a lot of money. I don't, I don't care if I'm worth a lot of money. I care about whether or not I have monthly income. Mm. That's my goal, is how much money can I have come in every month without me having to work? Well, the, the good and if I can have enough money come in every month, like it doesn't matter what I'm worth, I don't care about that. I matter of whether I can get my living expenses paid for without having to work. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, you're really going to be interested interested in our <laughs> certified opportunity procurement process. Oh, dude. Because sure. our certified opportunity procurement process ensures that you make money on every deal. Monthly. Cash Monthly flow. cash flow. Right? right. Like we are creating cash flow. Now we don't. To me, we like to, especially because when you get started, you're worried about what? You're worried about what if something goes wrong, how am I going to pay for it? So during that first couple of years, but it's why we try and help people maximize rent so that they build up their equity quickly. Because the reality is, is if you have $50,000, you might want to keep $10,000 as an insurance, right? And only put 40 down. And I would even cut it less. I would say keep five thousand because if you can, if you can put well, because you're going to inspect the property. You know, the first yeah. year you're going to you're going to build one year of equity. So if you have five, now it gets eight. Because the thing is, is the thing that makes me laugh about houses is that over the years of selling for a long time, I would go there, and sometimes I would talk to sellers, and they're like, "I just replaced the roof. I just placed the AC. I just replaced the water heater." And I fixed the, I put an all new pump on the thing. I want to get rid of it because and this thing costs too much money. And I'm like, I'll buy, I'll buy it. it. <laughs> well, no, because that was it. It's kind of like buyers at the end of the buyer inspection period. They're like, I can't take it anymore. I'm like, don't worry. Just sign the form because it's over now. Like, like every, all the pain in the real estate transactions during the inspection process, because you're reminded of all the ails on the property, you get so upset, and then it's like, 
But this is the beauty of it is because we can take all that stress out of it because you're not going to live there anymore. It's really we're looking at the deal because when you're buying the houses, now you're looking at what we'll rent for, right? How much am I going to make? It just makes it a little less stressful because I think a lot of people don't want to buy houses is because it's stressful, but it's stressful because they're going to live in the house. Fair. I mean, I think that a lot of people don't buy houses because they don't understand the logistics of what we understand from working in this business. Mm. And that's, I think, what we're really trying to help share to the street, if you will, is that we can take the, I mean, the certified opportunity procurement process is where we go into, let's look at some, we have opportunities right now, right? Lots of them. So when we can uh, provide, Let me define an opportunity. What okay. we believe is an opportunity is a house that can be purchased for 20% off the top of the marketplace. I don't know if everybody considers that an opportunity, and you can make money on it. So, dude, if you told me I could buy a stock for twenty percent off of what the stock, like the, yes, people want to buy a deal. They always say that. Okay, but I that's what the deal. certified. That's what the properties that we pick are. Right? right. We the other properties. The other part of it is underperforming assets, where sometimes people that bought the house and rented it out, but yeah. they they are what you would call. We're talking young. bonus section now, but well, yes, but yes. It's, but it's the novice. The novice landlords aren't always the ones that look at it from an investment standpoint the way that we do. Right, meaning you can depreciate the property, meaning that if you fix up the property and you improve the rent, there's just lots of opportunities yeah. in different ways. I agree. So um, we, we pick properties, with, I mean, some of the properties we have right now, but also we review properties for our clients. Well, that's the, I mean, here's the thing is, is it, the key is that, I think people can now, after we sold $3 billion worth of houses and that we're, we're making money and we got, you know, assets and we're showing you everything that we did because everything's viewable online. They can go to Monsoon, they can look up Phil Sexton, they can look up Jeff Seabach, they can see what we own, they can see what that is. But it's a little bit funny for me to talk about it, to be honest. Why? Because I'm not a freaking let me show you how much I'm worth kind of guy, right? I, it's I'm, public record. It doesn't matter. Let them go find it, not me bring it to them. But when I bring it to the reason why we're talking about it now is because we almost have to use ourselves as proof as we're talking to somebody else no. about what we do. We're talking about it today because it's working for us. And why should yeah. we keep the secret that's working for us? Secret. Right. Why can't we help our clients? Why can't we help our friends? Why can't we help our acquaintances also grow wealth, but that's it's like it's like your friend that is the stockbroker, where you're like, can you just throw some tips my way? <laughs> that's in well, a sense what this conversation is about. Like we, uh, the reality is, I don't know, Jeff, maybe you more than I, although I know the answer to this. Do you have uh, enough capital to take advantage of all the opportunities that you come across? No, right. Nobody does. I mean, if they're in our position, we have so many opportunities. It's why we want to help other people is because we come across these and why, you know, uh, yes, are we going to get benefit from it? Yes, we're, we're going to represent you. But the, the idea is the greater satisfaction is helping them build wealth. Right. No, just, and how do we know how is because we practiced on ourselves. And let's see if we can figure out how to buy real estate and from an investment standpoint, yeah. so that it cash flows, right? Now, I don't know. I mean, I was just talking to an agent, Corey, was her, Corey uh, who recently joined our team, right? She actually has a part-time job. Or she has a job. She's looking at real estate as a part-time opportunity. She owns a home. She's got equity in the home. And she said, hey, Phil, 
um, here's my scenario. My mom's got a house that she wants to sell in Gilbert. She wants to move closer to me, but then I want to buy this other house over here. How can I leverage this so that I can have all three properties, if four, if she buys another one for her mom, leveraging the equity that she has in her house, leveraging what the rental rates have done so that she can have it all. Those are conversations I enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of more of the people that, well, of course you love that conversation. Right, like figuring out strategizing on how, when you're negotiating, the problem is, thank you, Han, our, our producer Han, <laughs> they're like, I thought it was Adam. No, Adam, Adam, but everybody's got to see your new haircut. Right? Oh, like it looks yeah. great. Yeah. Like, oh, like, she gave us the 20 minute in mark. All right, good night. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, we're oh, a girl. Yeah, so, dude, Corey was wanting to go and negotiate the new build. And I'm like, good luck negotiating a new, like, that is a primary residence. You're saying it was Fantastic. hard for her to see the opportunities. It's hard for, like, you, I don't look at a new build complex as, in, in this market right now. But Phil, I'm going to be them to, I'm going to get them to, to give me as much as I could go on a resale. Like, if I went on a resale, I could negotiate the owner in order to help with the repairs. Wow. I mean... You know, I think every and that creates well, a nest egg where I don't have to hold ten back anymore because I got it from the seller. Well, it, I, it's why we had to create the certified opportunity procurement process. Yeah, because easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the idea of what makes that a better deal is because you don't have a new roof and you don't have. There's a value to those things. Yep. To me, I would like to put that against one that's a rebuild when you're. You know, the oh, I, is one of our podcasts going to be home warranty or not? <laughs> no, our answer is no. Uh, <laughs> well, I th the seller gives them to you, so I think that's something that we'll ask for because it's not, yes. a, it's not, yeah. Um, and everybody should get a home warranty, that's a real estate thing. Everybody should get a home warranty. I was more thinking of what keeps people from making the jump. Oh. Into the pool. Because okay. 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 essentially, Phil, so if some, I walk into a room of people and I'm like, who wants to own a real estate portfolio? The majority of the room raises their hand. I, I'm just, yes. right? Like, who wants to own a real estate portfolio? And then I'm, as I'm on vacation and I start talking to people I know about that, their question to me was, there's... They, they just don't understand, like... They don't know where to start. Exactly. And Actually, they don't know where to end, they don't know where to go, and they, there's too many questions, and it's why they need someone to help them build their real estate portfolio, and why we're raising our hand to be the one that they choose to do that with, because we've built a very profitable portfolio ourselves, and we want others to create the same portfolio. Fair, and I love your take, but as our listeners know, sometimes we have different um, suggestions, different <laughs> viewpoints, right? <laughs> I think that what we have been able to do for ourselves now helps us be a better agent when I'm representing my clients. And so for me, with our real estate agent, I mean, we're on Agent Truth. We're sponsored by Agent Truth, right? Where agents are helping agents on Agent Truth. This is where agents go to grow. Like, figure out how we can help you buy your first house or your first rental house so that that is going to make you a better agent. You then get to be your own proof for when you're talking to clients about how to help them. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, is this a podcast about helping agents 
pitch to their audience that when they do that, they can teach their friends and get more yes. clients? And yes, absolutely. And so step one, do it for yourself. And what we're saying in Asian Truth is we're helping you do it for yourself. Right. Well, because whether you're an agent or a consumer, buying an investment property is a little fuzzy. It, it's not a, it, it looks easier than it is to do. Fair. Because... Not enough men. Well, here's the thing is, is when I listen to a national person like a Grant Cardone talk about it, and I hear him talk about renter nation, I think of that as almost, you know, it, it's not encouraging people to, to buy them for themselves. It's like it, I'm not like, in love with paying off somebody else's mortgage, right? Like, let tenants do that. Right. But for myself, like, I don't know that I would live in a rental and give all of, I don't want to be a renter nation. I want to be a landlord nation. Yeah. I mean, his pitch is great and he makes money for his clients and we're not badging. To me, it's just a little different take on it in that we're more of, um, let's hold your hand, buy a house, get an investment property, rent out that one and get another property, another property. And that's just our pitch is, is it's not that hard. Yeah. But, but you, but it, you need a push to get you, because what happens is complacency sets in. Oh, and lifestyle expands. And life, li okay, lifestyle expands, however you want to say it. But basically, once you and your, 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 your partner get in a house, that sometimes the other partner wants to stay. Right? Okay. Oh, well, no, because because well, I'm no, processing what you're saying. But we're so. talking. This is a build wealth strategy. This yeah. is not what's best for your family strategy. That's all. Got it, got it, got it. Like, I know yeah. that there's going to be challenges, but early on, it's key that you take the right steps to get the train moving. Because yeah. not until, what property were you finally, like, on board with the strategy? Right? How many do you own? Five. Five. Okay, you have five houses. Yeah. Where? Because the thing is, is our strategy is <laughs> buy a house a year for 30 years. Right? I still so, I... but at what point, because there's a point in which, because... Let's let's just walk through. I don't live off of fifty thousand dollars a year anymore. I, okay, I understand that, but I, I was just walking through the opportunity of, okay, you bought Lieber Lane. Yes. Okay. Then you just because the the first challenge that you come across after you own a house is, am are we going to rent the one that I own, or or are we going to buy another one to rent? That's the first decision that you have to make, and most people is I'm going to buy. A rental property and then it's like okay because then they're online list they're they're on tv listening to every joker talk about no money down and all that stuff and i know i'm sorry that if you don't have any money the strategy is not going to work for you but we want you to have a job so that you can like the minimum down i think you're going to need is 25 or fifty thousand. the problem is, is then it's harder to make the rent be more than the mortgage if you're borrowing all that money but if you do have that money, it it is a great strategy. Yeah, I think that what one of the things that we're um, putting out there is that we can help assess what your situation is. Whereas, obviously, it's funny how I'll go to a, a, a stockbroker. I'm sorry, they're not called stockbrokers. They're called financial advisors. Okay. I'll go to a financial advisor, and their version of investing in real estate doesn't mean on houses. It means put your money in these stocks over here. Or REITs, yeah. or REITs, yeah. or whatever, right? Like they want, like we go to a financial advisor thinking that that's what all we need to do in order to retire, and 
like, yes, we, I put some money with a financial advisor, but I buy houses too. Like, where do I go? If but I wasn't I, here, I, like, let me ask you, how would I invest I, in Atlanta real estate? I would have to go to Atlanta and find an agent that has done it for themselves that I would then have trust in to manage my money there. Well, yeah, if, if that was a market that I wanted to go to. And I think that we're advising people that you need to expand your options other than financial advisors That's investing in the stock market. for getting back to my point is that like some people take, I don't know, what is it, 50% of your income to apply towards never working again? I mean, retirement? Is it 10% of your income that you apply towards never working again? I'm sorry, what's it called? Retirement? Yeah. Like how much of your money that you bring in on a paycheck or on a month or on a year do you actually put towards retirement? And some people's numbers, when they talk to their CPA, they say, oh, make sure that you put this number in. Whatever that number may be, this year maybe is the year that you put that number towards another property. Well, not necessarily into the stock. Well, I would like to test the, you know, because I think that, because one of my my friends out in California was thinking about investing. He's like, what is the yearly return going to be? And I was like, okay. When are you going to sell? Well, I'll tell you. Yeah, no, I mean, well, that's the, 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 the joke of it is the joke of it. Because financial advisors advise people based upon the last five years in the market. And I just don't believe that the next five years in the stock market are going to be the same as the last five. But I would say that that's also the case in real estate. So I don't want to use that argument for them. Okay. I, but I with real fair. estate, you're going to get a check that's each right. month while you wait for it to go up. In stocks, do you get a check unless you buy a dividend Look, stock? I buy dividend stocks, but the checks aren't what the checks are from rent. Right. They're just yeah. they're twenty eight dollars and forty eight dollars. And you're now you're reading my mail. Well, yeah, no, but I know what dividend <laughs> payments are because it's a dividend off of their profits, yes. which is a dividend of because we know we're exp and the exp we get based off of revenue, not off of profits. Because anything that gets done off of profits is horseshit. But the, we're generating real income. Yes. No, but when you're generating $4,000 a month or $4,000 a year from a house, that's positive cash flow no matter how you look at it. I think I would, you know, in an effort to try to um, wrap up our podcast, okay. right? Because this is the, to learn about the most profitable thing that we have done in real estate, which is investing in real estate for ourselves, right? If, I'm, if you're a listener out there and you've made it this far, first of all, thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Skip. And if you're thinking, okay, great, now what is my first step? Is start putting away some money in order to save, to, in order to grow what is going to be a down payment. Right. I mean, if and they then wanna... if you think, and then once you have a down payment, like you said, twenty-five to fifty grand. Once you have that down payment saved up, then let's send us your property. I'm curious, like, what's your address? If you want to know, what is it going to rent? Or this is what you. I mean, if we're talking to agents, then agents do this to your clients. Say. We actually, before your clients even ask, why don't you pull up what their house could rent for? Why don't you pull up what they paid for their house, what they put down for their house, and what their mortgage payment probably is based on what their interest rate was? Well, I, I'm going to And do now you can show them that this is their purchase power for the next property. And most times, the next property isn't going to be nicer than the last. If they're not able to increase their monthly spend on house, on their house budget, meaning if I'm paying $2,700 a month now for my house, and I buy a new house, I got to pay $3,700 or $4,700. Like if they're not able to do that, then a lot of times what happens is they get a lesser property. But it's okay to stick, take a step back in lifestyle for a short period of time. It, it's if okay you to not what? eat the marshmallow so that you can hang on and get 10 marshmallows. 
Well, that's what we're going to show people today. Right. I mean, it, it, it's uh, it's why we came out with the Ancient Truth Roadmap that Han's been working so diligently on. So we had hey. first version, which was, you know, uh, sell more, own more, earn more. So, and now we have a shoots and ladders version two of the roadmap, which actually lays out what savings is the first step of it. Oh. Well, well, no, because when Weird. you're, well, no, but wealth begins with, management of money no matter how it is if you spend too much money this program is not going to work for them either right like the reality is is that there's no way you can achieve a lot i mean technically you could if you make a lot of money right because essentially savings doesn't say that you can't spend money you just can't spend more than you make you have to spend less than you make and sure. that's, that's the hard part of reality, but we are teaching people to build wealth. We are actually going to be their financial advisor. Their real estate portfolio advisor. Real estate portfolio, right. Yeah. But I mean, it's meaning I've made more money in my life from my real estate portfolio versus the money. Like, I, I worked at a company, so we've talked about you enough. Great. Time I to talk about, about you. you. Okay, yes. good deal. All right. so, so there you were. So there I was. Sales logics. 1997. Yeah. And they're like, you should get a 401k. And the crowd went wild. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to retire one day. Yeah. And we're going to match 3 to 6% depending on the Free thing. money. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that while I worked at a company for eight years. And at the end of time, I had about $40,000 after eight years. How much of that forty did you put in versus was matched? All of it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. no match. No, no, no. no. And because the and stock market did some things during the time frame when I first got started, I was like, I thought it was going to be more. Yeah. I just had the expectation that I wasn't going to look at it for a couple of years and I was going to come back and it was going to be higher. Yeah. Except it wasn't. Yeah. So, but now I'm talking about investing in real estate and I just don't know a property if you've owned it for 10 years that it's going to be worth less than when you bought it in real estate. Meaning, think about it, Phil. If you bought a house in 2012, is Mine was in 2013. 2013. Your yeah. example, 470. Right, like just the gains that come from inflation, where I started with this conversation, how we're going to wrap it up here, is that it's ridiculous that you don't look into investing in a real estate portfolio. Yeah. Right, like that online, there's, they're, they're trying to talk you out of it. Like, what are the risk rewards and all that? Yes, there's dangers in it, but so is investing in the stock market. And every single financial advisor is telling people, don't own this, you should own stocks. And I'm like, why is why is why isn't you should buy stocks or real estate? Like to me, they don't sell real estate. Exactly. Yeah. Right, but it's not pointed out that everybody on TV is selling them financial products yeah. versus helping them invest in something they can see, like they can drive by their house, like they can watch it grow, gain wealth. Yeah. It's such a beautiful thing in that way. It has 
the point I was going to before is once you decide to own one rental property, Phil, like that's where I'm at. Like, let's just try and get one. Because once you have one, and that baby, like, Phil, how would you, let, let's go by property to property. Back to you. But I'm not going to ask <laughs> you mean? about your value. I'm just going to ask you about how many calls do you get on Lieber Lane for repairs a year? Because we're talking about passive Dude, income here. No joke. I got one this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. But I mean, it was what for, was the last one? Uh, Other than paying rent. Not often. Right, like 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 Lieber Lane's last call. So three, I three to that a guy, year. I talked to that guy yearly. Yeah, maybe three. A year. Okay, three a year. Yeah. Right, three a year. He also pays rent once a year. Okay. So I don't talk to that. Guy. Okay, but the point of it is, is once you got Lieber Lane, when he pays rent, he gives me his checklist of things he wants fixed, and I'm like, okay. Well, because I have money in my account. But <laughs> also because you understand real estate, that's why they need to be a professional. Because tenants will ask them to do things that are not in the landlord tenant act. Will they not? Yes, they will. Yes, my tenant. Anytime I send somebody over there, she has a list of four things that she would like to throw to them. But because my tenant's been there ten years, I'm okay with it because now it's yeah. worth five hundred thousand dollars more from when I bought it, and I don't care. I'm just happy about the money. That I don't care about the hassle, but that's what happens when you own properties. But okay, how about Paradise? How many calls a, a year do you get from Paradise? Five. So, okay. I don't know. Maybe maybe every other. Yeah, six. How about Sheridan? Any calls yet? Uh, so we just put new tenants in, and they're currently just trying to get their utilities turned on. So um, right now it's high just because they're brand new. Okay, but we we actually we did something that's part of the certified. Opportunity. opportunity procurement process that helps people increase their rent because we fixed it up. Right? Right. We well, helped them. Part of that process is we helped improve that property and we took rent to what was the landlord prior to us charging his rent? 1700 Okay. And what did we get after the certified opportunity procurement process? Yeah, so we invested ten thousand dollars into that home out of our own pocket. Out of our own pocket. Okay. And we got three thousand um, dollars rent this time. Okay, so if you would like to get an extra fifteen, that's good. If you want that's to get good. fifteen thousand more a year on rent, call us now. Off a ten thousand dollar investment. Right. Am no, I I, no. You, I'm I'm fucking spot on with that. Sorry for the f bomb. That's pretty good. That, when you look at it that way. I, that, but that is actually what's happening. To me, part of this is that we can target opera houses that have problems. We can fix those problems for them with our contractors, with the people that we have relationships with. Or really at least advise. Like, this is, we advise you how to fix those problems. Right? Well, yeah, we, like, we provide you a quote, we tell you the number, but even eventually when we introduce them to another brokerage that will property manage it for them if they want to go that route and they use our people they can like to me i think long term we might you know uh obviously we're gonna to have to put a connection with a property management brokerage but the reality is is we can support them through that process as well that's right i used to think property management companies were an expense but then once i realized how the people that um do this often understand all the money saving action items well the, it's, i realize it's, it's petty it's it's uh, petty yes it's not it's not it's uh you know managing landlord tenant out tenant, evictions 
and out? No, turnover. Turnover. Right. Right, is yeah. where the property management gets. I mean, I just did one with my kids, and the property manager took, honestly, best representation of a seller in a rental. Tra- I mean, I've done about 200 rental transactions, so yeah. it's not like I'm, I, this is not. And this guy was top of his game. This guy was top. He was elite level, in my opinion. I was like, I know why that guy gets paid. Right. Because he gets it back. Because he took 3,000 pictures yeah. of the house that my kids were moving into. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I was, he's like, we're going to be here for about two and a half hours. I'm like, you're fucking great. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, like, I was like, no wonder why, you know, he has like a thousand doors under management. I'm like, of course you do. Because you do a great job and you act, representing your clients. Right, because yeah. now you have everything exactly documented. So for any request that comes up, you just pull up the photo and say, take a picture of it. And like, here's what it looked like before you gave it to you. Here's what it is after. What are you going to, like, dude, one of my, um, one of my, do you remember the name Esther Lover? She was an old school property manager at John Holland Associates. And she, she was, was the one that I, I want to say that she answered the phone call the first time I called John Hall. Was Maybe. That, Esther that was a different Esther. Oh, that okay. was Esther at the Scottville office. This Esther was a property manager, uh, and so she represented clients. She would help I thought people. they were all named Esther. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, Helen and <laughs> Esther. Okay, now, <laughs> exactly. now, now we're talking about yeah. it. Um, but she, she gave, I went with her one time. I mean, like, just the things that you pick up over the years. Like, how many things did we pick up from that guy that you just had your kid, kids repping? Right? Like, we gave that whole freaking kit and caboodle to Adam, and we're like, check out this. Check out how this guy is representing his clients. Like, we need to adjust our release. We need to adjust what we do on the in and on the out based on what we just learned. And I go back to 2008 when I learned from Esther Lover on how she does the itemized walkthrough with the tenants and then has them put their mailing address on the sheet that she just put the itemized walkthrough on for proof that they, and they sign it right there. Yeah. So for, for proof that that was them with her Reviewing the, property, the property because she also volunteered at the courts. So she would oversee the hearings of tenants and man at property management. She just walked in and be like, here's what they signed. And like, like when they yeah. walked in the property, right, did you sign this? Okay, we're done. Just yeah. the hacks, yeah. right? That yeah. you learn over the years. You don't, you don't just fall in. That's why people don't invest in real estate is because they don't know the hacks and the ones that do are, well, let me ask you, Phil, are we going to charge them extra for their hacks? No, no, is, we're gonna give is, it. This a, is why we're sharing the it. The way that we make it profitable is because of that. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think the hard part for agents that are learning is agents don't love rentals. Like they don't. When we give out rentals, when okay, whatever, however you want to say it. But I, I, to me, if you create a process, ten, working with tenants is the easiest money you can get in real estate because of the amount of them. Meaning, if you can keep a good product, meaning in 2008 when I needed to make money and I looked at real, rent, real estate rentals as a business of, okay, I need to do five, five to ten of these a month because I needed to create income because I had, you know, like, yeah. when yeah. in November of 2008 when we sold 2,500 houses, I was like, but there's 30,000 agents. Like, how can we only sell 2,000 houses a month? You got to go somewhere else to get income. But rentals can produce income when... But I mean, we're going to rent it for them. We're, I mean, we can't property manage because we're at AXP, but that's okay. I'm excited. I, I don't know. Like, this is the most exciting. You know what it is? Is it took the market to take a dump, right? Like sales in the month of July were off by a bunch, and that, and all of a sudden, I was like, time to start buying properties. Because when people 
I like to listen to Warren Buffett. We'll wrap it up with this, right? Like, listen to one of the most wealthy people. Don't listen that he's never bought real estate, right? Because he's the opposite, right? Like, but when we were listening to him, he likes to talk. What? I don't even know where I was going. You're talking about the um, what people aren't buying might be a good buy. Oh, right. When people are fearful. Right? That's when you should be buying. That's why we're now going to be buying houses because people are fearful. They don't want to buy. because, But they don't realize that we... Because we're in a unique situation here that's never been before. Right? The unique situation that we are in is that properties are falling, but inventory's not too high. Typically, inventory has to rise to five to seven months before properties begin to fall. Now, because I think we have an abundance of supply coming, it's causing price, prices to drop, right? Because we have declining demand and we have increasing supply. When you have a, a tenant that you're on a property that you own, like what's the, what's the biggest spread of what you pay on a month versus what you get from um, rental income. Do you have any that are a thousand bucks a month? Nine hundred? I know the answer is yes on nine hundred. I just don't know if you have any that are higher. Yeah, I'm trying to think because Daniel's sixteen. I think Daniel's a thousand. All right. So if the value of that property goes from four hundred to three hundred, does do you are you affected? No. That, you're actually insulated. From the value of your property, why this is such a great thing is because you're in, it doesn't, you're, I mean, if rent values went down, then it would do. But the yeah. thing is, is because we know there's still two more people than there is houses and every house is rented, that we know we're going to be able to rent their house no problem. Because that's what one of my, my buyers was talking about. He's like, well, how are we going to find a tenant to rent $4,000? i am like, there's lots of them. And that's like the most efficient market here is the rental market. I, I said, we're going to, with your money, I said, we're going to target that. Like, I want that buyer because that guy, what, what, I mean, I don't think that people understand how much people value the neighborhood they live in. Fair. That, that like, is a good thing. I, before we go down that path, we got to wrap this one okay, up. Okay, all right, all right. Thank you guys for for uh, hanging out with us today. This was a different one. I like this one though, right? How we can help you build wealth for yourself or how we can help you help your clients build wealth for themselves. But the, if they want to, to wrap it up is they can come. We're going to have sales. We're going to have real estate seminars to teach people about is right now a great time to sell or not. And it depends on their time frame. Because if you're looking to get out, if you're looking to retire, or you're looking to move to another state, you may need to sell in today's marketplace. But everybody else, maybe there's an opportunity for them to, to pick up some properties and invest and create some rental income. That's Jeff. I'm Phil. Thank you for watching. You guys have a good day.